Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Amara, and this is Black Girl Gone, a true crime podcast. about what happened to Tanya Green unfortunately did not end with her brutal murder. This story was one that stuck with me really from the moment that I first heard it. Like, I could not get it out of my head. Now, unfortunately, like pretty much all of the stories featured in our mini-sodes, I couldn't find much information about Tanya Green or her murder. But what we do know is that Tanya Clayton Green was murdered in 1991. Now, Tanya Green married Gregory Green in July 1989, and they were married for about two years before things started to change in their marriage. The couple had been experiencing some difficulties in their relationship, and Tanya told friends that she was planning to leave Gregory. But Tanya was also six months pregnant, but that didn't really sway her decision to leave because she had told her friends that Gregory's behavior had changed and that he was actually becoming violent and aggressive. So this is like a whole different thing. Like, he didn't just change. Like, he was becoming violent. So Tanya decided to leave, but Tanya actually would never get the chance to leave Gregory. Now, a friend of Tanya had recalled to Detroit News that Quote, Tanya called me and said that Gregory started acting different and she didn't know if it was drugs or something, but he just switched and changed. She said before her death, she told me that she was going to church and then going home to pack her clothes. That was the last time I heard from her. Now, not long after speaking to her friend, Tanya Green and her unborn child were stabbed to death by Gregory, her husband. Tanya was stabbed over 10 times. And then after Gregory murdered his wife and his unborn child, he called 911 himself to confess what he did. And when the police arrived, he just told them, oh, I stabbed her. She's in the kitchen. Now, Tanya had two young children from a previous relationship, and they were also in the home at the time of this murder, but they were not physically harmed by Gregory. So Gregory was arrested, and he was charged with the murder of his wife and his unborn child. And then he went to trial. But during his trial, he attempted to plead insanity for the murders and then tried to plead no contest. Neither worked, and he was ultimately convicted of the murders. But he was only sentenced to 15 to 25 years, which is a super light sentence for somebody who just brutally murdered his pregnant wife. Like, 15 to 25 years, that's nothing. And it's like, you know, I think about the judicial system. It just, it always blows my mind the way it works. Like, there are legit nonviolent offenders who get longer sentences than what he got in 1991. Like, he stabbed his pregnant wife to death and then called 911 and confessed to the murder. And he ends up with 15 to 25 years when, you know, there's guys out here who, you know, sold drugs or, you know, nonviolent offenses who are serving way longer sentences than this. It just blows my mind about how our judicial system works. But Gregory Green, you know, once in prison, 
petitions for parole. And he was actually denied parole four times. And in one of the parole hearings in 2006, they the board cited that he, quote, you know, still couldn't explain his murderer's rage. Oddly, he did not utter a word of empathy or remorse. And so this is what the parole board was saying about him in 2006. But Gregory was eventually paroled after serving 16 years. And it was with the help of a local pastor named Fred Harris. And he said that Gregory Green had been a congregant at his church and a friend prior to him murdering his wife and his unborn child. And, you know, Fred ends up writing the board and saying, quote, you know, I feel he has paid for his unfortunate lack of self-control and the damage he caused as much as possible and is sorry. This is, will not restore the lives that were taken. He will carry that with him for the rest of his life, unquote. But unfortunately, Fred Harris would live to really regret those words. So two years after his release, Gregory Green marries Pastor Fred's daughter, Faith. Now, they were married, Gregory and Faith, in December of 2010. And when they married, Faith already had two children from a previous relationship. Now, during their marriage, the couple had two more children, but their relationships, you know, got really rocky really, really quick. So in 2013, Faith ends up filing a restraining order against Gregory. And in that filing, she says, quote, we're filing for divorce. He's belligerent, kicking things, just kicking things, threatening me, saying if I don't leave, things are going to get ugly, jumped, me, jumped at me like he was going to attack. This went on for hours. So this is what she's telling, you know, when she's filing the restraining order. But the restraining order, for whatever reason, is ultimately denied, which, again, is mind-blowing, considering the fact that this man had just got out of prison, you know, a few years earlier for murdering his wife. And so his new wife is now coming, you know, to file a restraining order. It seems like his history would have been taken into account, but clearly it was not. So later on in 2013, Faith files for divorce, but for whatever reason, the paperwork doesn't get completed. And after some attempts at reconciliation there, you know, with their marriage, she again files for divorce in August of 2016. But this time, it would be completely different. A month after Faith filed for divorce the second time, Gregory Breen put the couple's two young children in his vehicle. Kyle was five and Kaylee was four. He taped an exhaust pipe to the car and then proceeded to poison the two children with carbon monoxide. And so after he kills his two youngest children, he then takes their bodies from the car and places them in their beds. And then he attacks Faith with a knife, stabbing her, cutting her face. And then he ultimately gags her and zip ties her to a chair in the basement. And during all of this, he also had shot her in the foot. So after Faith is zip-tied and, and, and gagged in the basement, he then forces the two older teenagers to come into the basement, Chaney, who was 19, and Kara, who was 17. And then in an ultimate act of evil, he shot and killed the two teenagers and made their mother watch. 
then, just like he did 25 years before, like literally just like he did 25 years before when he brutally murdered his first wife, Gregory Green calls the police and then waits on the porch for the police to come and arrest him. Now, Gregory Green was arrested ultimately and charged with the four counts of murder. He was also charged with torture and attempt to do great bodily harm. And this time, the demon decided that he was just going to plead guilty. So he pled guilty to second-degree murder and was ultimately sentenced to 102 years in prison. And during his sentencing, Faith Green said this. But while I stand up here trembling with fear, I put on my bravest face to be in the same room with the man who murdered all four of my children. Two of them violently in front of me with the gun, Chadney and Kara. And he killed my other two babies, Coy and Kaylee. With a hose that ran from the tailpipe of his car to where they were innocently sleeping. As if that wasn't enough, let me tell you about some of the devastation that it has actually done to me and my family. My short-term memory is gone. Doctors tell me it's my brain protecting me from the memories of my children being shot in their heads right in front of me while I was gagged, duct taped, and zip-tied. Every time I find strength to get out of bed, as soon as I walk, I'm in extreme pain, sharp pain, from where he shot me in my foot. They don't know if I'll ever walk again without pain. Think about that for a second. Never being able to, again, to walk without pain. My doctors say I have post-traumatic stress disorder. That's where the migraines and nightmares come from. Sometimes I dream of the night all this happened and wake up screaming and sweating, thinking that I can save my children somehow. Faith survived her physical injuries. Gregory left Faith Green alive on purpose. He wanted her to have to live without her children. And that's a special kind of evil. There are so many devastating angles to this story. So many people left with pain caused by Gregory Green. The reality is, he should have never been released from jail. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.